Hold please. The naked golfist now driving. All right, hello again. Um, I don't care if the dishwasher's gone. It's um, part of life, and we got to move on. And there's golf to be watched. There's golf to be talked about. And, you know, we're doing this playthrough here uh, with the NBC coverage. And I need to, you know, mention that, you know, I don't hear Gary Coke right now. I don't hear Gary Coke, and I'm hearing that Justin Leonard is making a lot of uh, gibberish kind of comments during the coverage, and I can't stand Justin Leonard, and I never could. I think that um, we are at a crossroads where people that are younger than you are actually starting to get TV gigs, and what they say tends to be a bit more annoying than how how somebody older would, would portray the events that are happening. And somebody could say, hey, well, you're making a whole lot of gibberish sense yourself. But it's like, I, I understand that Justin Leonard won the British Open. The last player to win the British Open with a persimmon driver. And uh, I actually have a had a run-in incident with Justin Leonard. I asked him for an autograph. I, ha I had a top-flight Zibalata in my hand. And he said, I can't sign that. I sign Titleist only. <laughs> And that was at the Tournament of Champions in Carlsbad one time. I think it was in 97. Gosh, that was the year that he would have won the British Open. But uh, that was first, first and last uh, little encounter I had with Justin Leonard. But I always thought that he had an interesting swing. He had a very, very flat swing. Maybe it's sort of reminiscent of the, the Ben Hogan sort of flat swing where he just... It's a very flat, planey kind of a swing where it's like he takes the club back and it's below his shoulders. That's how different his swing was, or swing is. And uh, he I, he's probably on this telecast because he lost in the playoff to Phil Mickelson at this tournament uh, back in 96. And it wasn't on. It was on. It was on cable. It was on ESPN because this was sort of a midweek, a sort of a, a, a. It could have been the Super Bowl weekend, and nobody uh, wanted to cover it because it was sort of an off tournament, rather than covering it because it was on the Super Bowl weekend. But um, you know the the Phoenix Open was not that big of a deal back then. I mean, it, it was. It was. It's more of a big deal now with the whole stadium experience at 16 but i uh it's interesting that years ago this tournament used to be on espn and not on rabbit ears big network golf coverage so i'm missing gary i'm missing gary coke and uh you know they're starting to bring in a, a bunch of new people there's this new caddy that they have as an on-course reporter jay cook or john cook or not john cook jake cook Somebody, he's he's been the caddy for several uh, PGA Tour winners, and he's and he's sort of he's he's uh, he he's gotten he's gotten the gig. I would say he's doing pretty well, and I, I enjoy I enjoy the coverage. I really like how Bones Mackay is doing his job as caddy reporter or on course reporter, and Noda Begay is great too. I love listening to him. 
But just uh, Justin Leonard doesn't really talk about anything important, and it's really, really obvious what he's talking about, and it sort of gets on my nerves. Now, James Hahn here, out of the rough with another straight arrow shot. He had a drive on this hole that was just down the middle piped. And he is on fire today. He's doing really well. Uh, James Hahn is... is uh, I hope that he uh, keeps it going, and he. I hope he. I hope he does well. So, so Shoffley now is on twelve, and I think. Uh, oh, this is for birdie for solo lead. I mean, as I explained in my. Uh, oh my God! Did he make that note? I'm. So, I'm sad to see Louis Oosthuizen not do well because I've always wanted to see Oosthuizen do well. He won the British Open in 2010 at St Andrews. And uh, I haven't ever seen him do well. And, you know, when it, whenever David Faraday and Louis Oosthuizen get sort of lined up, the stars are aligned, you know, magic happens. And the last time that happened was when Oosthuizen holed out for the double eagle on, on number two at Augusta. And that call that David Faraday made for that shot, if you haven't heard it, it's unbelievable. You know? The young South African, Louis Tazen, using those slopes. And and just like, I, I saw Louis Tazen at the 2012 US Open, and he walked right by me, and I really wanted to say, ooh, this could be very nice. <laughs> this could be very nice. Now, Tazen always has sort of, is sort of a soft but solid swing and great putting stroke. And I, I I forget I forget how short he is. He's he's I'm not even I'm thinking he's not even six feet tall, but he's able to sort of get the club wrapped around his body to to release like a rubber band and just goes for miles. Shoffley now for birdie on the par three next to the water, and he just made it in the heart. And is he in the lead now? Is he making his killer move? That was. Oh gosh, that was for par on 13 at, at TPC Scottsdale. So he's playing with Spieth, and Greller's laughing at him. Now Kepka, Kepka's on 14, and he made he missed a big eagle putt. He left it short, and he yelled out a big f word on TV. <laughs> oh Kepka, Kepka is playing Srixon irons this year. And, uh, you know, the PGA Tour, if you look at their website for the leaderboard, they uh, they make a little notation whether they whether they play Titleist on the leaderboard. And, I don't know, for all manufacturers' sake, why not put all of the other manufacturer balls that people play? Because it's all the PGA Tour, right? From what I heard, Kepka plays the Pro V1X, but on the... Uh, but on the leaderboard PGA Tour on the uh, website, they uh, they didn't make any notation for Kepka, what kind of ball he uses. So, Scotty Scheffler with no sort of sponsorship on his bag, he's got Nike hat, Nike sh Nike shirt, just white hat, white shirt, and Scotty Scheffler now. All right, so this K H Lee is for birdie on thirteen. This is the Callaway 2 ball for 2021. He made that. Kyung Hoon Lee. All right. 
So what's new? What's new, folks? Welcome to the Knackered Golfers Podcast. I did sort of a practice episode before this, and I was talking about how Dustin Johnson won in Saudi Arabia today, and it was great. It was great to see that, and it was his first sort of outing of the year, and he uh, did well. He had some putting. Ooh, Carlos Ortiz, hello. Ay, caramba. <laughs> Dustin Johnson won in Saudi Arabia. He had a bit of putting difficulties. The greens there at the uh, at the Royal. Uh, oh goodness, they're, they're showing that again. Gosh, what Al Maruj Golf Club in Saudi Arabia? It's right up against the Red Sea on the west coast of Saudi Arabia, and he won there. So, as far as I know, um, Bryson DeChambeau was there, Dustin Johnson, and I think uh, uh, Justin Rose was there. A bunch of uh, it's a European Tour event, so he won it, and it's this. He's won the last two out of the three events of the year. So it was great to see him do that because uh, I'd never seen a golf course in Saudi Arabia. I didn't know that Saudi Arabia had a golf course or at all. And and the clubhouse is immaculate. There's a lot of there's a lot of gold everywhere and it and it looks great. It looks like an amazing place to visit. And I just wonder what the temperature is during this time of the year. So uh, it'd be great to to see more of that. Um, and so they're in Saudi Arabia this week. And so as far as scheduling goes, if Dustin Johnson, if you play your cards right, are you going from Saudi Arabia to Monterey to be in Pebble Beach next week? That would be cool. That would be cool because he's won at Pebble Beach several times. And I don't know how the Pebble Beach tournament is going to happen next week. Is it, just, is it going to be all four rounds at Pebble Beach or is it going to be scattered around at Poppy Hills and at, uh... Spyglass Hill or Cypress Point or something like that. Oh, what am I talking about? It's Monterey, Monterey Dunes Country Club or something. I can't remember. I think the ideal rotation would be to have it at Cypress Point, Spyglass, and Pebble Beach. But it's like you don't. Do you really want Cypress Point to outshine Pebble Beach? Because I've honestly I have never seen Cypress Point before. I've only seen pictures of it. And to televise a golf tournament at Cypress Point would be unbelievable because that, that's got to be the most recognizable place in the world that you've never seen, just like Pine Valley. You know, you never see anything from Pine Valley either. And uh, that would be amazing. But, I mean, I think back in the 70s, incidentally, I did find a, a 1970 program that my parents got when they visited the uh, the Crosby back in 1970, where they played it at um, they played it at Pebble Beach, they played it at Cypress Point, and they played it at Spyglass Hill. So it was great. It was it was cool to see that, you know. Uh, U.S. Bank Sports Report. Anyway, so welcome to the U.S. Bank's NBC Sports Report. Welcome. I am such and such, and on this Super Bowl Sunday, you are watching golf instead of football. So uh, Pebble Beach is next week, and be great to see Spy. It'd be great to see Cypress Point on TV just once. You know, I, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any footage of that course anywhere in sort of a golf tournament sort of presentation that has ever happened before. And I would really love to see that because there's the famed 16th hole at Cypress Point, the par three over the water with the waves crashing in and whatnot. 
that would be an unbelievable experience just to see that in 4K on my 4K TV. Oh, gosh, what do you think of that? Oh, man. They could just take, I mean, they could just do that whole, right? You could just make it, make a long cart ride from between 15 at Pebble Beach and go to 16 at Cypress Point and then play 17 at Pebble Beach. You know, why not? Why not, man? Why not do that? It's just 17-mile drive. You just take a short little drive down there. Just do one hole at Cypress Point. Why not? Just do it, man. So uh, what else is going on? So Payne Stewart would have been 64 years old this week. Oh, the beautiful hummingbird getting its nectar from an Apuncha prickly pear. Oh, that's gorgeous. I love that. I love hummingbirds. Hummingbirds are starting to come back. It's February. It's warm. James Hahn now at 14 for birdie. I don't know what kind of putter he's using. Is that a Scotty Cameron putter or is it a is it a PXG putter? I think the, the PXG putter that he's using is probably the size of his hand. It's one of those mallet deals. Now, Carlos Ortiz, who was all over the place last week in San Diego, shoots 64. Oh, yeah, take your hat off. Oh, they're shaking hands. They're not doing fist pumps. Oh, goodness. Is that breaking protocol? All right, Brooks Kepi Kepika. Come on, Brooksy. Brooksy Kepi Sippy Sippy Kippy Cup. Oh, yeah. He got it. Brooks Kepka making a run. He's 16 under. The leader is 17 under. He could win this. He's at 14. He could make a run. And this could be Kepi's day. Anyway, 15th hole is a 550 yard par 5. Over some water for the tee shot. And you know what? I'm just talking over this because I can't stand Justin Leonard. Justin Leonard, as a golf commentator, is 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 not that thrilling to listen to. I miss Gary Coke. Gary Coke not being a part of this broadcast is a travesty amongst all the people in the world. It's a travesty to not have Gary Coke. Kepka now on 15, 550 yards. He has the tailor-made Sim 3-plus driver. And he smashed that one down there with a little, probably, hopefully a draw. Goodness gracious. Oh, yes. Right side of the fairway. Man, that grass is amazing. It's all perennial rye. And it's all overseed because it's Arizona. And that's what you do for the winter is you overseed with perennial rye. The only question is, what do they do in the greens? Now, James Hahn now with the full... Un unwinding of the arms wrapping around his head there you go he's on the left side of the fairway and there's the, all the coots there in the water feasting on the turf now Scottish Scheffler with no sponsorship on the bag hitting a little bit of a draw shot on probably a par 5 mm, mm, that's a good shot that's in the right place on the green. Hold is nestled up against a slope. Next to play would be Justin Justin Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth now. With the navy blue hat, the navy blue and white striped shirt, and blue pants, and white shoes, and white gloves. Set to play now. 
here at TPC Scottsdale. What's he going to do, Johnny? Well, he's going to hit this ball to the right. He's going to creep it up onto the green to have a chance. Ooh, 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 ooh. Is he yanking that left? Oh, he yanked it left. No, he was going flag hunting. Oh, right over the top of the flag. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. Mm. That was a good shot by Jordan. Can he make a run? He landed that ball on the downslope on that green. Oh, almost hit the flag. Goodness gracious. I'm so glad I'm talking over Justin Leonard right now because I'm doing better coverage than Justin Leonard. I am. Now, Xander Shoffley, co-leader, 17 under, 6 under. Sorry, 6 iron. Playing with Callaway Golf Clubs. The smashy, smashy. With a high draw shot. Oh, oh. And he lands it on the downslope behind the bunker and barely, it doesn't release to the green. So that is a major mistake. So 17 under is the leader. Xander Shoffley, Carlos Ortiz shot 64, followed by James Hahn and Brooks Kepka. Jordan Spieth is tucked back down a little bit. But we're still waiting for the for the for the leaders to get to 16. And oh my gosh, what is this? Oh, they're doing a comparison. Oh, I don't know what this is. Oh, they're doing a outdoor uh, hockey game in in Lake Tahoe. All right, I gotta stop looking at the TV. So, where are we at now? What do we got? 17 minutes. So where is golf right now? So I did get my, uh, so we're in, we're in commercial break. So I got my uh, my Callaway Great Big Bertha 7 wood back from Otten's Golf Repair yesterday. And it was after I uh, made a uh, trip to the range. And um, so I didn't get to hit it, and I probably won't get to hit it today. So I'm looking forward to hitting my 7 wood at the range. That's the old style, mid-90s Callaway Great Big Bertha 7 wood that I have been wanting to try for a long time. So I did have a little bit of, shot, of shots with my 5-wood yesterday, with my Callaway Great Big Bertha 5-wood, and I was hitting it pretty good. You know, you know the range, I mean, I, I did what Nick Faldo says. I did what he said. You're supposed to have a piece of sort of shaft down on the ground to sort of tell you where you're supposed to go. It's sort of like an aiming stick. So I used my 1-iron because I didn't have my aiming stick with me. And I was hitting it pretty good. You know, there was this green that was uh, that was further out. It could have been maybe 200, 220 out there. And I was hitting my 5-wood, bouncing. And it was sort of running over the green. So I was sort of in the neighborhood. So that was really cool. I was able to do that. So I was hitting, and I was hitting my uh, my Ram Tour grinds, or my, my Golden Ram Tour grind irons on that... Uh, on that uh, range session. So those have the FM 6.5 shafts in them, and they have the the old-style uh, Golf Pride Victory green and black grips that were sort of retro back a few years ago that I regripped them with. So um, anyway, so it's exciting. I mean, I haven't played uh, golf with those irons yet, and I'm looking forward to playing with them. And with the courses, the course that I play is usually pretty short. It's my local Diamond Oaks Golf Club uh, course, and I hope hope that I can play with them soon. So anyway, we are back. 
We are back at TPC Scottsdale with Scotty Shoffley. Sorry. With Xander Shoffley. And he is surveying a shot. It's cool to talk about golf and then sort of commentate about golf. Because I am a better commentator than Justin Leonard. I am. I am. You know, people would rather listen to me talk about stuff rather than Justin Leonard. Even though he won the Open. Even though he was the last guy to win a major with the Persimmon. And he's technically my age, so I can talk I can talk stuff about him. So he's a Texas guy, so he's probably got a lot to say, you know. So hey, you know. His way his way is great. He did play for Hogan when he was alive, and Hogan did pass away that year in ninety seven. So uh you know Justin Leonard is not I'd rather listen to Gary Coke doing better than most, better than most, better than most. So I'm already missing Gary Coke, already missing him. So I, I hope they bring him back in some sort of capacity in the future. And I hope this is just a one, a one tournament deal for Justin Leonard. Cause he does the, he does the main coverage commentary on the golf channel events. As far as I know, cause he was at the Safeway open talking stuff about his uh about the uh the Stuart Sink win back last year. So, most runner-up finishes is Xander Shoffley with 9. Oh man. Oh, Tony Finau was in Saudi Arabia. He was tied for the lead and then Dustin Johnson overtook him and won. So, Tony Finau made another run. He could have done well in Saudi Arabia, but it wasn't able to make it happen. That's that's a shame. I really want Tony Finau to win. A lot of people do. So Michael Nesmith is formerly with the Monkees. He's on the he's on the PGA Tour now. He's at 15 under, and they're going to him. Will he make the putt? No. Cleveland player with Srixon. I just saw a Srixon commercial on TV, and it had Cameron Champ in it. That was so cool. That guy can bomb it. So. Scotty Shoffley Scheffler is putting for something. Is it going left? Is it going left? It didn't go left. It stayed there. Mm, 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 mm. Flummox look on his face. I can't believe that didn't go in. Okay. KH Lee now for birdie with the Callaway two ball. Will it stay online? No, it won't. Ah. Oh. So, got to commend the superintendent at TPC Scottsdale. The greens are looking really, really good. Are they overseeded ryegrass or is it overseeded bent grass for the, uh, the what do you call it, the Phoenix Open? So, here we go. James Hahn is on 15 now. He's on the left side of the fairway. The, he, the, this green has a moat in front of it. He's got 238 to the hole. He's going for it with a PXG iron. So this is a this is $10,000 swinging from his arms. PXG. Oh no! <laughs> he yanked it left. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! He took it back and he made contact and the club fell out of his hands. Oh lord, he is ripping himself apart with that one. Oh, good gracious. Oh, that's 
Oh, what a bad luck. Oh, that's a shame. Oh, <laughs> you feel for him on that one. Now, Kippy Kippy Cup is muscling another one to the green. It looks like it's going to get onto the green. He can get on with a 9-iron from there. He was, what, 250 away? That's that's a 9-iron for Kepka. Good for him. He's on. I think Kepka could win. Kepka is going to come from behind. He's going to make an eagle here. And he's probably going to birdie one more hole. He's probably going to birdie 17 at least. Oh, no. Oh, this is James Hahn's shot into the water. It almost hit a duck. Oh, goodness. And he is gutted. Gutted, James Hahn. Oh, man. Oh, that's a shame. That's a shame. His tournament could be done. And then on the other side is Kepka getting on the green in two from that position. So we, we're like in the middle of the back nine here in Phoenix. And Spieth is up for an eagle on 13. Holy smokes. Could this stay up? Could it stay up? Get there. You needed some more Wheaties, Jordan. Oh. You needed some Texas toast with that one. Oh. Dang. This is turning into a big deal. So Shoffley still leading, followed by Ortiz and Han. Han's going to make double bogey here. So can Shoffley keep the lead? Can he keep it together? Or is Brooks Kepka going to... Nope. Shoffley is not a killer. Kepka is the only killer on the course. And he is going to kill his way to victory today. So I predict that Brooks Kepka is going to win this tournament coming from behind he is 16 under the leader 17 under and they're faltering so he's gonna win brooks kepka is gonna win so thanks for listening to the knackered golfers podcast enjoy your super bowl go pirates today with 43 year old tom brady and we're gonna have a great day it's gonna be a great golf season so thanks for listening to the knackered golfers podcast check out my youtube channel called the knackered golfers on youtube and I will be posting a video with my Callaway Great Big Birth of Sevenwood as soon as possible. Thanks for listening. We're doing one more segment with this Phoenix Waste Management Open. Um, so Sevy Stricker just hit it over the green at 17. And this is getting exciting. Uh, Jordan hasn't been to 16. He is on the 15th hole now. And he's on the left side of the fairway. And he's got to hit it short of the moat so he doesn't get in the water. Don't go in the water. Oh, he went for it. Mm. Well, he's da- he's 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 middle range on the leaderboard, so he's got to do something. So uh, St- uh, Jordan Spieth is, is all discombobulated with that one. Scheffler hands him the putter. So Kepi, Kepi, Kepi Cup is on 17. Come on, Kepi. Oh, don't hit it right. Oh, Lord. He came out of his shoes on that one. Well, that was a good miss. A very, very good miss. Now, Xander Shoffley is on 15. He's got 204 to the hole. He's got to hit it over the moat to the island green. It's a high draw shot. Very softly hit. That should be... Oh, and he's short. Oh, no. Xander, that's not what you do. 
Did he get a gust of wind on that one? Who's this one? Oh, James Hahn is on 17. Can he hit another bullet? Oh, he hit it right! Oh, this is 17 at Scottsdale. And that's short. But, I mean, it's a par 4, so you just got a little chip in the putt there. Okay, Scotty Scheffler... Oh, God, Justin, please, please stop. Please stop talking. 200 yards for Scotty Scheffler on 15. 354 drive. Hitting a little bit of a high draw. That looks like it could be middle of the green, and he hit it short. Mmm, 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 mmm. Is this course as easy as it looks, or is it more difficult because of the firm conditions? Who knows? So, Brooks Kepka is in the lead at 17-under. I think he's going to win. If it goes to a playoff with anybody, I think it'll be Kepka all the way. And Uwe Oosthuizen, 15-under. I really wish he would do well. I wish he would win. Anyway, your winner for the Phoenix Waste Management Open is going to be Brooks Kepka. Thank you for listening. Okay, we're coming back online here. We're coming back online. And it looks like Kepka chipped in for Eagle on 17. Oh, goodness. They were in commercial break, and Kepka hit a shot that sealed the deal for the win in Phoenix with one hole left for Kepi. So they were in commercial break when that happened, and they come back online, and it, it was it was amazing. It was magic. Now, Shoffley is, he sort of chunked that one onto the green, but Kepka's making the job done. He's doing the job, and he's going to finish it off. He is killing the field here in Phoenix. So I'm waiting for a replay. Hello, can we do a replay of the Kepka shot? This is this is not very interesting what's happening because Kepka just won the tournament. Now, Sevi Stricker is playing this tournament when he is on holiday from Wisconsin. Oh, come on. What is this? What is this? Scheffler and Shoffley just shunked it on 17. Man, man. And with Leonard bringing up the rear with the comment. Oh, goodness gracious. Can we please see the Kepka shot again? Can we please see that? Okay, Steve Stricker doesn't have a chance. Well, yeah, he does because he's 16 under. And he, this this looks to be on the downslope. He's hitting it from the back of the green, the back right portion of the green. He's going to probably, now I'm just wondering if this is the right shot because you have very, very closely mown turf and he's got a wedge in his hand. Should he putt it? This is, uh, this is something, this is something that, uh, he could do well with and he's still playing his odyssey zing putter that he's had for years hit it on the bank have it roll down get it close yeah it's not bad 
But hello, NBC. Can we please see the Kepka replay? That's for Birdie. Oh my God, we're still not seeing the Kepka shot. Jordan Spieth is on 15, and he's going all. He's going from Nevada to California, back to Arizona, on this hole. Oh man, that was a good putt. He's going from three counties out to come back over to to be there in uh, Phoenix for that shot. Now James Hahn. Oh oh, James Hahn just shunked it again. These guys are starting to. The pressure's getting to him. James Hahn is uh, starting to lose it. He's just chilly dipped this one from the back of the green. And Kepka, hello. Kepka's got the distant, solid stare. Kepka is the killer. He's the killer, and he's going to win. Kepka is so cool, man. So cool minded. And so what is he doing? He's having to wait for these guys choking. Can we please see the replay? Hello, NBC. Hello. I want to see Kepka shot again. Ah. Oh. Well, like I said, you know, these guys are just bringing up the rear and they're choking. So Spieth for par. Oh, and he missed that one. No, he made it. Just made it. And he's angry with that. He wanted it in the heart instead of on the edge. Now, Scotty Scheffler. I said Scotty Scheffler instead of Michael Greller in the last segment. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, who cares? Just as long as we don't hear Justin Leonard right now, can we please just bring Gary Cook back? Can we please bring him back? All right. Scotty Scheffler. This is a three-footer for par on this 15th hole and he made that one okay yeah nice save whatever Kepka just won Kepka just won here oh my gosh I guess they have to talk about something because they know the tournament's over so it's it's really spine tingling to listen to, to Justin Leonard talk about anything it's nails on a chalkboard so Thanks for listening to the Knacker Golfers podcast, and see you soon. Let's uh, let's go, Pirates! Four, please. The Knacker Golfist now driving.